0: welcome to the thriving in the kingdom podcast with me vincent kodongo this is a place where you learn how to operate in the kingdom of heaven with optimal fruitfulness through the application of its principles we've been speaking about the path of purpose with a focus lately on the fifth stage on the path of purpose so just to give you a recap of the various stages the first stage is for uh, divine for knowledge and predestination the second is strategic positioning for formation the third is progressive revelation of your purpose the fourth is training for your kingdom assignment and the fifth is the season of testing and that's where we are we've been addressing this from episode 11 uh, and today uh, this is the fourth episode in which we're addressing uh, this season of uh, testing (coughs) which is also called the season of uh, the wilderness as i explained In episode eleven, so uh, in today's episode, which is episode fourteen, I continue discussing the tests that you go through on the path of purpose. We've so far covered eight tests uh, in the episode uh, uh, twelve and and uh, thirteen, and so we are going on to the ninth test. Uh, The tests do not necessarily follow the same sequence, uh, and they don't just happen once. They are tested over time until you pass. As I've indicated before. So, the ninth test that you go through in the wilderness season is what I call the fruitfulness test. The fruitfulness test. And this is about uh, uh, testing your capacity to produce high quality f- uh, and lasting fruit uh, in your service of God, in kingdom service. It takes uh, sowing high quality seeds. Patience that is a passage of time And investment in natural in 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 nurturing the seeds uh, to produce high quality fruit so to produce high quality fruit we know those three things uh, that is uh, sowing high quality seeds, secondly is patience over a certain period of time, and the third is nurturing that you have to nurture you have to 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 tend uh, uh, to the to to, to the, what the seed and in its various stages until the fruit comes uh, forth. Yeah. So that is what uh, you are tested on because sometimes we speak about principles huh, that we teach but we do not have results on the same or we claim uh, that we could do better than some, than uh, another person may be doing the same assignment that we we are being prepared for and uh, we think that we could be able to do it better. But until you are tested, that's when you realize uh, that it's not as easy as you think. Uh, that uh, it's not just about head knowledge. Uh, it's not just about mental uh, information. It's about practical application of this uh, 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 dimension of uh, kingdom investment until you produce fruit. Uh, and what will determine uh, you are your longevity your stability all over time in the kingdom as a kingdom ambassador is your fruitfulness it's not just the what you the principles you teach or how you show up in power in one uh, case or another so it's over a period of time and so it takes time to produce fruit so you are te- you are you are, you'll are, you be known by your fruits uh, and if you can go to the <coughs> the scriptures uh, one example of this is uh, David uh, In 1 Samuel chapter 22, verse 1 and 2, this is what the scripture says. It says, David left Gath and escaped to the cave of Adullam. When his brothers and his father's household heard about him, they went down to him. All those who were in distress or in debt or discontented gathered around him, and he became their leader. About 400 were with him. So you see the kind of persons that uh, David is presented with, uh, that is uh, people who are in distress, people who are in debt, people who are discontented. uh, And uh, if you're speaking about raising people, if you're speaking about uh, ministering and transforming people in your kingdom uh, assignment, uh, you you, you will be tested with uh, a situation of not just uh, uh, the kind of people that you prefer, but the kind of people that are, uh, are seemingly like and uh what some people have uh derogatively called non-entities uh, or 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 some people are seemingly insignificant uh. so the idea here is to is is that uh the 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 in the invocation the invoking of your kingdom assignment uh, of uh of, of the through the application of your gifts and through uh the investment of your anointing uh, or your capacity, in whatever sense, uh, is activated by serving and and, and working towards uh, transforming this kind of people uh, in that from that seed form into high quality fruit. So your investment has to be heavy. It has to be quality. It has to take patience, and it has to. Uh, You have to nurture them until they come to that point that they are supposed to be. It's from raw material to finished product. So you will be tested in terms of your claims that you have. And this season of uh, the wilderness, especially in respect to this test of fruitfulness, will humble you. It will humble you in the sense that you'll come to realize that uh, it's not as easy as you think. For example, if you're a minister of the word, you realize that uh, you have been criticizing somebody uh, because... uh, of the way maybe they have grown and had uh, uh, they don't have such a high number of followers uh, and then when you start you realize that you don't have yeah, that very few people listen to you very few people are able to be your congregants you can even take a long time to have 5 or 10 people or even a few hundreds uh, Uh, if you ever reach there uh, uh, for a long period of time and you have to work towards transforming them to become who they're supposed to be so that you can be able to be entrusted with a higher dimension. So the fruitfulness tester, when you look at David... uh, david uh became the leader of these people and uh, later on if you read the same uh, first samuel you come to realize there's a place whereby david has been able to help these people and they are now able to fight battles uh, and to win them you know and david later on when he became king he raised even there were other people who were called the mighty men of david you see so you see it's a fruit it's 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 a it's sowing seeds uh, that are quality and uh working on them over time and nurturing until you produce high quality fruit so it's very heavy you come to realize a kingdom assignment requires a heavy investment so uh it's about the working on the roots until they produce so that is the 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 ninth test the fruitfulness test you will go through it don't just think that you don't claim that you are great don't claim that you are able sometimes you may be you may be able to just present a paper or to to criticize something to analyze it or to uh speak in a in a way of uh seemingly uh correcting uh something but you will realize that uh you are not as good as you think when you start doing this. So that's why you are trained and that's you are built up until you, you produce high quality fruit. <clears throat> and this tester is comparable to the capacity test because it tests your capacity to produce fruit. See, so, so it's not just a one-time, it's over time. The 10th tester <clears throat> that, was, uh, that we speak about uh, today is uh, this tester is, is called the uh, truth and revelation test the truth and revelation test that's what i call it and this test is about coming to the point of understanding the truth from the perspective of god's word whether it's concerning god or other key issues of life what happens is this, that as we grow in the knowledge of god the light of god's word shines shines over the darkness or ignorance and falsehood that blinds us from the truth, we have uh, flawed perspectives about God, flawed perspective about our circumstances, huh? and that's why we complain. That's why we try to solve things in different ways. That's why I try to, to move in certain ways. And even from the scriptures, you may not be able to interpret scriptures properly sometimes. Huh? Uh, or you are, you are there's also the blocking in the spiritual realm, we are blinded spiritually, you can't see fully. Uh, but uh, as you are processed in this season of the wilderness, the season of testing, uh, and uh, uh, what happens is that uh, your eyes are open to who God really is. Your eyes are open to the principles of the kingdom to understand them, to understand the word of God, to interpret scripture correctly. And one of the things that you realize when you go through the wilderness season (coughs) is that many of the things that you have been taught in church or you have heard from uh, uh, Christian television or among Christian community, not all of them, but many, are actually not true. They are their are, their are perspectives uh, or theological perspective or inclinations, or uh, just uh, 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 inventions of men that are not accurate. Uh. There are a combination of perspectives of what uh, which, which even use scripture that are not actually true. Some of them are influences by the kingdom of darkness uh, to blind you from the truth. Whether they have to do with money, they have to do with spiritual power, they have to do with. Uh, uh, the mandate of the kingdom. You see the so so you'll come to realize that uh, as you are being processed and the Holy Spirit works on you and you're exposed to the, the light of the word of God, the Holy Spirit begins to shine perspectives uh, on you. Even about the wilderness season, you come to realize that uh, the, the, you had flawed perspective about suffering, about training, testing, and tra- and becoming who you're supposed to be, and about being lifted. You realize it takes time to be built before you are released to the kingdom assignment, and so so that's part of the truth and revelation process, and that and you'll be tested on on uh, whether you have actually hold uh, laid a hold on the on the truth, and uh, you find that uh, job. Uh, a significant part of the book of Job you find Job complaining and his, his friends also mocking him eh? and also he complains about God about his situation and and uh, he sees as if it's unfair because of the way he had been blameless eh? God himself testify about him being blameless eh? but what happens uh, is that from uh, chapter 38 uh, to 41 God responds to him and he begins to see God in a whole new way and uh now, when we come to Job chapter 42, from verse 4 to 6, this is what the scriptures say. This now Job speaking. Huh? Uh, it, says, uh, 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 it says, you said, listen now, and I will speak. I will question, uh, maybe I can even start just from... Uh, Uh, verse 42 after this is now God responding to the Lord after God had now spoken to him from chapter 38 to 41 and just give him a whole new dimension of who God really is and he says then Job replied to to the Lord I know that you can do all things no plan of yours can be thwarted you asked who is this that obscures my counsel without knowledge surely I spoke of things too uh, things I did not understand things too wonderful for me to know you said listen now and i will speak i will question you and you shall answer my ears ha- had heard of you but now my eyes uh, have seen you therefore i despise myself and repent in dust and ashes so you'll come to a realization huh, of where you thought that god has been unfair by taking you through this kind of season of god has not been answering your prayer you've been complaining and you have uh, uh you've been relying on certain uh Uh, what you believe to be principles of truth uh, that you have been praying or declaring over your season, at that time you'll be thinking that uh, God is unfair, God is not listening to you, but you'll come to a place by the help of the Holy Spirit of seeing God as he is truly of uh, getting to understand what the truth really is and even some values that you have uh, that you think are scriptural, uh, the Holy Spirit will shine the light on those dimensions of your perspectives uh, and you will come to realize that some of the or perspectives you hold are not true whether it's about yourself whether it's about people it's about god it's about circumstances it's about the 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 work uh, of faith you will just be disabused of all this and you your eyes will be open like the way they were open for job we also we see that uh <coughs> jesus also uh jesus because he was grounded in the word he was able to pass this test uh over truth and revelation because what happened is that in uh, Luke chapter 4 verse 1 to 13 Jesus goes through the three, three, three temptations that are mentioned there and in every case where well, Satan used uh, uh, scripture to try in a twisted sense to try uh, and uh, cause Jesus to, to uh, fall into temptation uh, what you find is that Jesus responds by the correct interpretation of Scripture. He, he 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 doesn't go on arguing. He just says, "It is written, it is written, it is written." So he stands by the Word of God. So you realize that to pass this tester, you have to be grounded in the truth from the Word of God as revealed by your Holy Spirit, because it's a truth and revelation tester. So when you are grounded, as you are going through the wilderness season, one of the things you need to do is to be soaked and to be, and God God allows. allows you to stay there until you are grounded in this word, until you are filled with this word and then you come to a place of understanding the principles of the kingdom, the truth about kingdom. You may be struggling, maybe financially, and you have complaints about what you think God should do and you may be relying on messages that you have had before, teachings of Lord perspectives, but now as you study, as you wait upon God, the Holy Spirit opens your eyes to understand the truth about money in that context or to to understand the truth about just waiting of faith in him or provision uh, and you get to know who god is by in this season by revelation and that that shatters your flawed perspectives uh, so you will know the truth and the truth will set you free as the bible says in a, in a, uh john chapter 8 verse 32 the the 11th tester uh uh in this uh uh series of us uh, in uh, which i speak about today is a. Uh, the test of being forgotten. The test of being forgotten. You will feel it's more about the feeling of having been forgotten. The test of the feeling of having been forgotten, and a, a good example of this is uh, is uh, uh, Joseph. So <clears throat> we find that Joseph, uh, Joseph uh, 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 was with two prisoners who came from Pharaoh's court uh, and uh, uh, who were serving uh, serving Pharaoh, and uh, he interpreted their dreams correctly. And one of them forgot him the way the scripture says uh, is uh, uh, if I just read uh, is uh, Genesis chapter four forty verse nine from verse nine to fifteen it says uh, uh, so the chief cupbearer told Joseph his dream. he said to him, in my dream, I saw a vine in front of me, and on the uh, on the vine, were three branches as soon as it it birded, it blossomed, and it, its clusters ripened into grapes." Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes, squeezed them into Pharaoh's cup, and put the cup in his hand. This, uh, this is what it means. Joseph said to him, "The three branches are three days. Within three days, or uh, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your head, uh, and restore you to your position. And you will, uh, you will put Pharaoh's cup in his hand, just as you used to do when you were his cup bearer." But when all go well, goes well with you, remember me and show me kindness. Mention me to Pharaoh and get me out of this prison. For I was forcibly carried off from the land of the Hebrews. And even uh, here, I have done nothing to deserve being put in a dungeon. Uh, you see, that's what he, he, he requests. This person has interpreted the dream correctly. Uh, then... From verse 20, uh, this is what happens from 23 Caesar. Now, the third day was Pharaoh's birthday, and he gave a feast for all his officials. He lifted up the heads of the chief cupbearer and the chief baker in the presence of his official. He restored the chief cupbearer to his position so that he once again put the cup into Pharaoh's hand. But he hung the chief baker, just as Joseph had said to them in his interpretation. The chief baker, however, did not remember Joseph. He forgot him. He forgot him. And if you read in verse uh, 1 over, uh, uh, uh chapter 41, he says, When two full years had passed, Pharaoh had a dream. This is another dream completely. Yeah? So, so you see, uh, it, uh, he forgot him for two years. Can you imagine somebody you have interpreted, you have done something marvelous. This was a supernatural interpretation of the dream. And the person... Uh, uh, saw so the dream come to pass and Joseph had asked him to remember him. Even if he had not asked him, you could have at least done him a favor. But he forgot him. He forgot him. So you'll be in a season where you feel like you're you're forgotten by people. That, uh, you, even in this wilderness season, you may find that you may serve and help somebody. If you're if you're a minister, you may find that you may, or, or a minister or a speaker in an, in an area of expertise, or a teacher, or a a trainer or whatever it is that you do or, or help a mentor or a coach you know you may help somebody and, uh, and the person can even tell you about the way they will as you solve their problem you may even pray for somebody or even like Joseph you may interpret or prophesy and whatever the, the, the happens will come true and they may even promise that they are going to help you but then they'll forget you you know so there may be promises that will be made for you in this season of testing. But you will be forgotten. And it's not just happened, it's not this is almost it's uh, I'm I'm sure that it must have been God who allowed that to happen, who influenced that to happen so that uh Joseph will get out at the appointed time, and also so that Joseph will not attribute his uh being released to that uh cupbearer but to God. You see, so so what happens is uh is is that uh You will be in that season where you will feel like you have forgotten. Where the people you thought were going to help you will forget you. Some people will make you promises and they will forget you. So you'll be in a season. And then also from God's perspective, you'll be praying, even maybe praying for people, seeing them getting breakthroughs, seeing uh, doors opening for people. Uh, you, you may advising them or helping them in certain ways and helping, seeing them getting breakthroughs or advancing, or you could be serving in an institution. The institution is rising, but you're not finding any personal benefits. You're even finding other people are being credited for what you have been doing and you feel forgotten. It's just a test, the test of being forgotten the test of feeling forgotten and if i can read uh, psalms chapter 77 uh, the psalmist says this psalms chapter 77 uh, i can remember i can read read from verse uh, 3 uh, to 9 it says uh, uh, maybe i can read even from verse 1 it says i cried out to god for help i cried out to god to hear me when i was in distress i sought the lord at night i stretched out untiring hands and my soul refused to be comforted i remembered you O god and i groaned i mused and my spirit grieved faint you kept my eyes from closing i was too troubled to speak you see that difficulty Uh, uh, i thought about the former days the years of long ago i remembered my songs in the night my heart mused and my spirit inquired will the lord reject forever will he Never show his favor again. Has his unfailing love vanished forever? Has his promise failed for all time? Has God forgotten to be merciful? Has he in anger withheld his compassion? So you see in verse 9 it says, Has God forgotten to be merciful? So you'll feel like God has forgotten you. But God cannot forget you. God has, uh, God has, uh, uh, as uh, uh, in 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 Isaiah uh, chapter forty nine, it uh, says that even that though uh, a mother uh, forgets a child that she she, she bears, uh, she has born. God, the Lord will not forget you. You know, uh, you the, the Lord will not for forget you. So you, so so you, you have to realize that uh, that it's just a test, and it's a test of faith. To go through this test, you need faith to go through them. Huh? So it's a test of faith when you are feeling forgotten. And it's also uh, uh, to help you to, uh, when you feel forgotten by people, to help you to trust God and not people, not connections to open the doors for you. They may be used later, like in the case of Joseph, but it's not uh, them. It's God who will uh, bring you out at the appointed time. And also you have to realize God has unique plans for you. Don't compare yourself, your season with somebody else's season. They are they are, they are moving at, a, at on a different uh uh, path uh, so uh, when you go to the, the next uh, test, this is the 12th test in this series uh, is, is what I call the separation test the separation test and the separation test uh, has to do with uh, or rather this it involves uh, being disconnected from your usual social circles for a while yeah, or which can be a long period of time actually Year, even years. Huh? So being uh, uh, be, be, being uh, disconnected for, from your usual circle for a season. Sometimes it constitutes permanent disconnection from previous relationships. Huh? And if you resist sister the holy spirit god will orchestrate circumstances in which a painful separation will happen because it's by force because god has to push you remember i said like this season of testing huh, the the things that god is working on you god will prompt you or god will direct you if you if you resist god will enforce it you know and that's what will happen can happen even in this context of of enforcing the separation in whatever way he uses whether by disagreement or by a certain uh, split happens huh? And then you are, you you have to leave that place, huh? yeah, to where you are supposed to be, because if you stay there, you are not going to fulfill your destiny. It's not for a uh, God does not intend it for evil; he tend it intended for good. Uh, <clears throat> so, examples of separation you find that when Jesus time time for Jesus to go to the wilderness after being baptized, he went to the wilderness alone. <clears throat> when you find John the Baptist, huh? when also he spent time in the wilderness, huh? He went to the wilderness alone because he was being prepared to be a prophet to to prepare the way for the Lord Jesus. You find Joseph when he was separated from his family when his brothers decided to sell him and the, to the Midianites who sold him to Egypt. God allowed that to happen and he, Joseph says that what you you intended for 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 good for evil, God intended it for good. you see God knew that it was going to happen and so God allowed that to happen. Uh, so that Joseph could get to where he, to his assignment uh, to his assignment the assignment could not be fulfilled in Israel, it could be it has to be fulfilled in, e- in Egypt because God knows the future, and that's why he was giving Joseph the prophetic revelation of his destiny. so Joseph was separated from his family and sold as a slave to Egypt, and for many years he lived away from her, from his family as a slave and even as a prisoner before he was elevated to his strategic position of her destiny. Uh, Then you find uh, (coughs) Moses. Moses was disconnected from the royal family in Egypt uh, after he murdered the Egyptian uh, and he had to flee away, flee. And uh, so he was disconnected from that setting uh, and uh, where he had grown up for 40 years uh, as uh, a child of Pharaoh's daughter. Uh, And so he was practically a prince. But uh, now he had he was plucked out from that environment uh, where he had grown up from being a child to 40 years. You can imagine that period. And uh, maybe you are listening. You're not even. You may not even be 40 years, or maybe you're 40 something or a bit older. You know. So you find that Joseph was plucked from that. Moses was uh, had to be to run away. The circumstances forced him to get out of there. And now he went to there to take care of his uh, uh, the sheep uh, belonging to J- Jethro, his uh, father-in-law in the backside of the desert. So he was disconnected from his usual social connection of royalty in Egypt so that he could be processed for his assignment. And so the thing you have to need to understand about the separation test or the isolation test is that God has a unique plan for you that you should not be thinking about just the people who are your friends and keeping up with them or your relatives who are keeping up with them. In your waiting season, you're thinking that... Uh, so-and-so is getting married and i haven't or so-and-so has gotten uh, a breakthrough and gotten finances and is being promoted and i haven't or uh, the people i used to know uh, this is where they are and i am not yet anywhere near there so you have to learn that god is uh, defined an individual path for you a separate path for you for your specific assignment so so your destiny is unique It's not the same as that of your best friend, or of your sister, or your brother, or your family member. Not necessarily. There are exceptions, but not necessarily. Uh, So, relationships affect your mindset. You have to note this also, that relationships affect your mindset. So, God has to facilitate the disconnection from those relationships in that environment that he's removing you from, so that your mindset is transformed in a new environment. Remember I said that uh, in the, when you're talking about training, uh, the stage of training for your kingdom assignment, uh, which is the fourth stage, I said that God trained, one of the things that God t- uh, 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 trains you in is, uh, uh focuses on training is transformation of your world, your mindset. So one of the things that has to be done is separation in order for, for you to be transformed and to be elevated to where you are supposed to be. If you remain there, that environment will keep you in a certain mindset that God wants to break that God wants to some beliefs that he wants to undo some uh, uh, some uh, inclinations in you some attitudes in your heart that have to be deconstructed eh? yeah so uh, so so that's what happened happens so relationships have to be redefined for your destiny uh to be fulfilled then you may what will happen is is that even though you go through this separation test. Eh? or, or, or you, as you call it this isolation test you may reconnect with your with all friends and uh re, or relatives uh, who you have been disconnected from later but you will be at a very different level you will be probably even at an unrecognizable level and you find that the illustration of this for example you find that uh When Jesus came back to, after Jesus had gone to the wilderness, and then he came back and started ministering, he was away from his his, his hometown. So, uh, listen to what happens. In Matthew chapter 13, from verse 53 to verse 57, the scripture says, it says, when Jesus had finished these parables, he moved. Uh, on from there. Coming to his hometown, he began teaching the people in their synagogue, and they were amazed. Where did this man get this wisdom and these miraculous powers, they asked, is in this uh, the carpenter's son, is in his mother's name Mary, and aren't his brothers uh, James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas. Aren't all his sisters with us? Where then did this man get all these things? And they took offense at him. And that's after that when Jesus says the prophet is known. It's only in his hometown and his own house that a prophet is without honor. So you find that, uh, that Jesus had been completely transformed from what they knew him to be. And so he reconnects with them, but is at a completely different level that they cannot reconcile and they cannot accept the way he has been transformed, and they took offense at him because of familiarity—an unhealthy sense of familiarity. As the English adage goes, it says that a f- a familiarity breeds contempt. Yeah, that was what was happening to, 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 to Jesus. So you may be reconnected, but atta, you'll be at a whole new dimension that is incompatible with the people who God disconnected you from or who God orchestrated. Uh, whether it's through the participation of other people, whichever way that it happened, uh, or whether it's your initiative, whichever, but behind the scenes, God being the one who orchestrated it, you'll find that, that the, when you come back to connect with these people, you'll be at a completely different level, at a very high level than them. And you'll come to understand why it was necessary for you to be above them. Otherwise, you'll just be, still be like them. Uh, another example of, uh, of a, a transformation of a, a personal experience, uh, that kind of a uh, transformation is uh, is Joseph. Huh? So you find uh, that uh, now in Joseph had been so, and there have been many years, huh? it's like more than uh, 10 years, more than 13 years, because he, was, he went to Egypt when he was about 17. And then now I became uh, second in command in Egypt when he was 30. And now he was leading, he was ruling, and now there was famine. There were seven years that passed of plenty. So he was uh, much older now uh so it was probably even more than uh 20 it probably now maybe it would have been 20 years you so had 13 years uh, that that had been away plus the seven years of plenty and now there was famine so it was probably uh, more than 20 years from the time that he had seen them <coughs> so what happened is the scriptures say, say about uh is uh, about uh, uh joseph in genesis chapter 42 verse 7 from verse 7 and 80, it says uh, as soon as Joseph saw his brothers, he recognized them. But he pretended to be a stranger and spoke harshly to them. Where do you come from, he asked, from the land of Canaan. They replied, to buy, they replied to buy food. Although Joseph recognized his brothers, they did not recognize him. You see, so they could not recognize him. He had been transformed completely and he had been elevated and so now he was operating at a position they will never have fathomed. They even thought he was dead. And they never imagined what would happen. Or maybe thought he was a slave somewhere. They had forgotten about it because it's 20 years back. But God had worked on him and elevated him to a whole new dimension. So that, that's what the transformation will do for you. That you will be completely transformed. Because also when the prophetic word about your destiny comes in the presence of other people, or if you share it, like Joseph did they will not believe, or they'll be jealous, or they will refuse to accept it. And they may even persecute you or harm you, seek to harm you in whatever way. And if you're pushed out of their circles, they will feel like you you'll feel, like you seem like you're forgotten. They'll, they'll write you off, not knowing that God is working on you and developing you and putting you to a, a whole new dimension. So, this, the disconnection will lead to a complete transformation of who you are uh, to a point whereby your are worthy, your character, your capacity, your fruitfulness to a point whereby the people you are with they'll see it will be like you and recognize you are not the same kind of person that you are and they'll wonder how did this happen to you? Because, But the thing is this, remember that the wilderness is a season of acceleration of transformation through this test, through the refining fire, through death to self and through all this capacity building until you reach who you are supposed to be. So, we will stop uh, this test in this uh, this episode. I will not uh, speak about more tests. At least I've given you twelve key tests. I'm sure there are, main, there are more, and there are others I can think about that, that I, I am aware of. But uh, we'll just uh, address twelve so that we uh, we, we may notice that we have covered only we have covered twelve in three episodes, uh, so that we 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 can in the next episode address another dimension on the path of papasa so as we go come towards the end of this episode I would like you to reflect on this to what extent have the last four episodes on the season of testing particularly the the uh, the last three that's from uh, episode 12 13 and 14 today's episode 14 uh, and how how have this uh tests including today's uh, these episodes including today's episode particularly the 12 tests enrich your perspective on the season of testing and having un- understood them, how beneficial do you find the test that God has taken us, uh, that God takes us through or that is taking you through, that you are going through. Maybe you have come become to a sense of awareness after listening to these episodes that you are in that season and these are the tests you are going through. So how beneficial do you find these tests to you in terms of uh, where you are going for assignment now that you have a uh, you have understood, we have explained them to you. If you have been blessed by this episode, I would like you to share the same with a friend or on your social media platform uh, uh, or by email to whoever it is or a family member or who, whoever you know you think may benefit. And I would like you to subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes in future, particularly this series on the Path of Purpose. Uh, and, and then I would also like you to give us feedback from the podcast platform that you're listening uh, to it from, or send us an email or uh, uh, comments on our, on our social media uh, accounts that uh, whose details are provided in the show notes. I pray for you that uh, God will give you deeper insight about this season of testing and even other perspectives that you have discussed about the Path of Purpose and in our next episode, we're going to talk about uh, the next stage on the path of purpose, uh, which is now where things seemingly begin to brighten. And uh, this is what people are excited most about. This is what most sermons are uh, focused on. Uh. You people are not told a lot about what goes on in the training and the testing season because of difficulty. you are just told how it is going to change. But you're going to speak about that season uh, uh, with, the, with, with the background of the details and the, the, the useful insights that you're given you on the seasons of testing training, formation, all that uh, and uh, understanding of a so may God bless you and uh, help you to be grounded uh, in him and to uh, be filled with abundance of grace, peace wisdom and uh, strength and a transformation of your attitude in order to succeed and to prevail over this season of testing in Jesus name